Okay, so let's talk money. Time for the Financial Health and Wealth Show with financial advisor Cassandra Brazier of Avila Wealth. All she talks about is money, money, money. Financial topics relevant to your life heard every Sunday morning at 10 or available anytime as a MyTalk podcast. That's great. I love podcasts. Let's start the show. Here's your host, Miss Shannon. All right, ladies, we got to talk finances. Oh, you know we enjoy talking the finances here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Happy New Year, officially, everybody. You know what, uh, Cassandra, I'm very excited because I think for the first time in at least a decade, I did a very good job right out of the gate of going, hey, Happy New Year 2024. I don't know. How I did that. So Congratulations. This year. I know. Small triumphs. I know. You've got to celebrate the wins. <laughs> exactly. Celebrate all the wins. So I hope that everyone out there is enjoying their 2024 so far. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. As the uh, intro said, I am Miss Shannon Paul. I'm very happy to be here again this year with my good friend uh, from Avila Wealth, Miss Cassandra Brazier. So we're going to continue hopefully bringing you into the new year with some... Oh, just additional freedom in your financial Mm -hmm. health and wealth. Because there's only so much we can do, but hopefully what we can do is give you a little peace of mind, uh, help you sleep a little better at night, and if nothing else, help you go back to sleep a Mm -hmm. little more quickly. If Uh, that thing wakes you up, right? Or if you think about that thing when you wake up. That's it, yes, because I'm that person. It may not wake me up, but when you wake up, because sometimes you just have, you wake up because you have to go potty. And then you stay up because you're thinking about that thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we will help demystify that. So today we're going to cover some new things as we move into 2024. We are going to encourage you to be part of the show by calling 651-641-1071. Also want to remind you something that has not changed, which is securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA uh, FINRA SIPC. Um, You still have time if you have not so far gone to avilawealth.com that's a-v-i-l-a wealth.com and set up that uh, time to go ahead and just get on that callback list and Mm -hmm. go ahead and set up that initial complimentary consultation plenty of time to do that a good time to do that before we get into talking about some of the new things that are changing if you're like I haven't even gotten on the list to do the old things I know don't worry (laughs) we can do that we'll get you caught up actually our website it is we've made it even easier now Mm -hmm. you can go to our go to avilawealth.com on the home page, if you scroll down a little bit, you will see the show page or the show icon for the financial health and wealth show. If you click on that, you can go right to scheduling and looking at the calendar and getting something in the calendar that works well for you. So right. we've just we've we've cut out some additional steps. So it's even easier now if if you're ready. If you want to get 2024, let's let's take it head on, right? Take the bull by the horns. Um, and get this show on the road for this year. So. Now, as I look at my notes, that so we are here for our seventh year on my talk. So we, we are seven, in our seventh year, Shannon. Now I'm looking around because today it's a family affair. So we got two <laughs> of your kiddos that are here. Now your daughter came in and did the most polite things. Came in, looked at you very politely, had a question, did not answer, did not ask it. Talk to your son. He did a thumbs move and then she <laughs> said her. She went and figured it out. You have the most polite family that's like because my kid would have just been like bullied in here asked the question would not have cared about the show um but just reminding people that it is a family affair and how we do life have is to. family exactly. right if you've got kids and family that's part of life it yes is. yep and, and the, today they are a couple of them are here and that is so much of the methodology of what you do at avila wealth is trying to give you the resources and the information to be able to 
Find the best course of action for what it is that right? you're doing. Where are you at in life? Right. What is what does your situation look like? Is it family? Are you in the mix and the heat of practices and and different lessons? Right in school and yes. feeding people constantly. <laughs> right. I joke with the kids all the time. They'll say, "What are we having for breakfast?" And I'll say, "Do you guys need to eat again right. today? Didn't right. you eat yesterday? Yes. Right? You and are you going to want to eat again later? I know. It's <laughs> like, didn't I just feed you yesterday? So yes, if that is your life, that's that's okay. That's great. Right. Mm-hmm. That's where you're at. I know some people. They're they're beyond that, right? Yes. Or maybe you're not there yet. Or maybe you've got the grandkids now. I'm or maybe so in there's the midst no of kids it in your life. Because I have a teenager that literally there are times that I put the plate in front of him and before he's even finished the food that he has, he is asking for additional food. Oh man. He's that age where he's all like uh, I'm like, just consume that and make right. sure that you are I'm like, he's probably still gonna be hungry. He's that age. But I'm like, just consume that. Allow your body to determine if you are still full or not. And then we will consume more There's all these different points, (laughs) right? right? And stages. But all those things, all those different points in life can impact our finances. Right. Obviously, the food side can, right? But the lessons, the kids, or whether maybe maybe you had kids and now they're out of daycare and now they're into school and maybe you have some extra funds that way, right? There's Or maybe now the kids are in college, so maybe... There's additional expenses, or maybe they're out of college now, or again, maybe there's grandkids now, so you want some additional money to go towards them, or maybe right. you just want to set some things up to go to certain family members or organizations or places that are important to you, and you just want to know that at some point that's going to be going there. So there's all these different points in life when when you may want to sit down and just take a look at the finances and, and say, I need a little bit of assistance yes. to make sure what I, what's important to me is going on in my finances. Right. So regardless of where you are in the journey, it's a great time to set up that complimentary consultation. Again, they made it easier than ever. Go to avilawealth.com. That's A-V-I-L-A wealth.com. So as we start the conversation about some of the updates that are happening in 2024, are there in your esteem a lot of changes or is this pretty standard year over year compared to previous years? I would say there's nothing that is a huge shock necessarily Mm -hmm. there's nothing that is way out of the scope of normalness from years past Um, we are going into an election year Mm -hmm. and so that every time that's the case there can be some outlying things that may come into play or may play an impact in the overall markets in general because because as as we can maybe guess, right, politicians would like to certain ones if they're running, right, they want right. to be reelected. Yes. Or people that are running want to be elected. And so one of the ways that that can be helpful or beneficial to them to be elected is to have people in a positive in a positive, you know, energy in a positive emotional state. Right. Happy and thinking things are on a good track if they're trying to get reelected, especially. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So they want the markets to be in a good place. Right. So sometimes things happen throughout the year that can make the markets be in a, in a little bit of a better position. Right. But anyway, so we those, don't want to go into a tumultuous time period while people are getting ready to go they, into the polls. Well, yeah, politicians would prefer that not to happen. Correct. Now, sometimes things happen anyway that are yeah. out of their control as well. So there's no guarantees, mm-hmm. right? But I would say overall, I think 
statistically, more often than not, right, we can't guarantee anything. We can look back and say, historically, this is what's happened. But more often than not, an election year is a positive year in the market. Now, how positive is it? Is it going to be positive the whole entire year? Probably not, right? So there's still going to be some ups and downs throughout it, even if it is positive. And like I said, there's not a guarantee, but more often than not, it has been a positive year if it's an election year. So, we, you know, we can look back and, and go from that. Right. And so, uh, you know, I always have to touch base with you, not only as my friend and financial advisor, but it's difficult because when you are DIYing your financial information and not looking at it from a broad spectrum lens like you do as an expert in this, my feed gets um, very siloed because once I read one article, then I see all these articles that are like that. So it's very difficult for me right now to go, well, what's the general picture Mm -hmm. of our our landscape as we go into 2024? So in the next couple of minutes before we get into the the changes that we're looking for, can we just kind of give a here's the the overview of what you think we're going into as we start talking about these changes? Like what, what do you, when we're, if, if I was just setting up that initial consultation, uh, what would you say my outlook would be right now? So part of, so that's a very it's complex a giant, question. Yeah, okay. Sharon, All right. Thanks Shannon. Thanks I know I threw it at you. Like happy new year. Happy, new year to me. <laughs> happy seventh year. Yeah. <laughs> hanging out with me. So, um, so mm-hmm. it's a it's a very complex question, and part of the answer would be determined mm-hmm. on what does your time frame look like, right? Okay. What does your time horizon look like for some of your money? So, and to try and answer your question, I would say if you're someone who's closer to retirement, yes. less than ten years, right? Okay. I would say there you're going to want to be looking at at really dialing in your risk tolerance okay. because there because there are there is so much uncertainty still. We still have uncertainty with interest rates with you know we're going to talk a little bit about that today what the feds have said what may or may not happen this year there's and we don't know right Right. we can talk about what they're saying likely will happen or what a lot of people are projecting will happen with the interest rates this year Mm -hmm. um so we'll talk about that but but with interest rates still being high currently there's there's pros and cons to that okay now if you're closer to retirement some of the pros might be that there are certain things that are considered more fixed or that you could get a higher interest rate on that are more conservative, where if rates are lower, that's not usually the case then. And so right now, that could be to your benefit. So if you have just kind of ridden out the market in the last number of years in certain allocations that are more in the market, this could be a good time to dial that in a little bit more and maybe take on a little bit less risk, but still try and pull out some returns in some things that are a little bit more conservative. If you've got the time, right? right? If you've got, let's say, 15, 20, 25 years out to retirement. But here's the here's the flip side. You don't right. want to get too conservative with all your money too fast either. Because if you still have seven, eight years to retirement, hopefully you'll live a number of years into retirement. So you may want to have some money that is positioned more long-term, right? Different buckets, different timeframes, different plans of when you're going to use them. So we look at all that. So again, just in a, in a nutshell, <laughs> right? it's like Reader's Digest, tell me all about everything I would need to know if I'm sitting right. down with Go you on, in chop, two chop, minutes. Chop. So, but if you have that longer time frame, right. if we see some ups and downs, right? Yes. That is to your benefit. Right. With dollar cost averaging, if you're putting money in monthly and you're able to do that, I just had a conversation with someone about what that. He said, I have the money to lump some into my Roth for this year. Right. Should I do that or should I do it over the course of the 12 months? Mm-hmm. And we had a quick conversation about, so there are benefits to doing it over the 12 month period. Mm-hmm. However, 
the bottom line is get the money in there, right? So if you're one of those people that you just want to get it in and forget about it. Right, and be done. That is still better than not doing it. All right. Right? So anyway, so there's lots of answers to that question. <laughs> and we are going to answer some more of your questions. Remind you, you could be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with my friend Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. That way. Ellie's just laughing at us. Ellie, I feel like you turned on us right there, producer Ellie. Ellie, You should have been singing along. She was singing. Proudly singing. She was singing, Cassandra. With the mic on, though? No, exactly. She could have chimed in. Ellie. And instead, she chose. I thought we were a team, Ellie. She chose to leave the microphone off. Sorry, you guys. It was just so much more fun to listen to you. (laughs) We could have been a three part harmony, and instead, she just left us as a duet. (laughs) We could have used you, Ellie. We could have used you. (laughs) Next time, Ellie. Next time, it will be a trio. We're ready next time. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Cassandra Brazier, the lead of Avila Wealth. Make sure you go to their website, <laughs> avilawealth.com, as we talk That's about right. what are the changes, what's new in 2024, and also encourage you to be part of the conversation. You can get your voice into the room, unlike our producer, Ellie, the, yeah. traders, <laughs> the traitorous producer that we have over there. <laughs> Ellie, that that be a lesson to you. That is right. the last time Ellie does not sing along. Exactly. I'll support you in the future. Ask Thank Lori you. and Julia. They Thank make you. me sing along every time I fill in. It shouldn't oh, be make. Man. It's not make. I know. It's, it's encourage it's, it's and support a, and amplify. That's right. This is a it's a privilege. We all get exactly. to be together. And Give sing you the together. freedom. You're right. Missed opportunity. <laughs> right. Exactly. There's no make. But we're not trying to guilt you though. No. Not trying to guilt you. Exactly. We just want you no, to never. seize the moment <laughs> next time, Ellie. Seize the moment. Okay. Plus, we know your mob. There's no guilt. There's no guilt. I'm sure she's not capable, of course. (laughs) Not at all. But oh we have goodness. some, you know, I, I, I appreciate the um, the updates that we're going to go through because some of them are um, ones that will actually give people some more space to be able to um, plan a little better and a little more aggressively for their mm-hmm. future. Um, they may not give you a ton more space, but you have a little bit more where you're like, hey, if you're doing well. Here's something that you're able yep. to capitalize on. So that's great that some of these adjustments are being made for folks mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. So what would you like to start with? Well, let's let's start out with with inflation. And okay. let's talk a little bit about the landscape of inflation, kind of where we were last year, where they're projecting it to be. We'll talk about because there's different there's different sections of inflation that they calculate. So wouldn't it be nice if they just said inflation in general? Yes. But they don't do that. And that's okay. But it's important to understand, too, when they talk about different things, parts of inflation, what they're talking about. So if we if we look back, um, the CPI or the Consumer Price Index, as of November here of this last year, 2023, year over year, it was about 3.1%. Um, that typically is not including food and energy. Okay. So... Aside from that, so again, if you're going to the grocery store, if you're having apples like Miss Shannon, yes. you're going to see that that could be a little bit different, especially certain products within the grocery store, right, can can rise and fall at different points. But um, some believe that we may see some rate cuts as far as the the interest rate environment um, as as soon as maybe mid-year. Okay. There's not a guarantee. In fact, um, you know, Powell said that in the December meeting, he said... It's not coming anytime soon. Okay. But a number of people have projected that mid-year-ish, we may start to see it happen. Okay. If they start to do it, 
They're also projecting that it may happen in like quarter point decreases. So, so it won't be giant cuts. No, it, it's like likely, right? Again, nobody can predict it or guarantee what they may or may not do. But this is the talk right now that's out there. So if you're wondering what what are they at least talking about right now, some people are are guessing uh, that around mid year they may start to do some quarter point decreases, and we don't know what interval yet or anything like that. But it's just, and they've got to see too how this year progresses. Because, again, it's this very delicate balance. They want to try and get inflation back to around 2%. Um, but even into 2025, the projection is that it would still be a little bit above 2% um, in 2025. So we'll have to see kind of how this year plays out. But if you look at some of the different sectors, this is this is kind of interesting, too. Housing last year, and again, this is as of November of this last year of 2023, year over year, it was up about 6.5%. They still say that's due to the inventory shortages, okay. right? Because, and like I know Mimi talks about too on the Red Hot Real Estate Listen. Show, mm-hmm. how the inventory hasn't caught up yet, right? Correct. From when they st- slowed down the the building after the last recession with housing. So, and we're still, it seems to be a ways away. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that is playing a role into the housing market still having that increase of about 6.5%. Um, in October of this last year of 23, we saw fixed mortgage rates up at their peak at about over 8%. So... We'll see how that plays out again. If interest rates start to decline this year at some point, that that would affect that, obviously. But we're we're not sure yet until that point happens, how that's going to happen. The median sales price of U.S. homes was up over about four, a little over four percent year over year over the past 12 months through December of December 3rd of last year. But the median mortgage payment. Right was up about 15% over that Oof, same period. Ouch. I mean, that again when you couple that alone, if you if you bought a house, right? Cuz some people when I talk to people they say, "Oh, I have I have le- it's under 3% our mortgage, right? Or it's 3 and a half, or it's 3 and 3 quarters, right? It's under 4%." Right. I mean, it's hard for people sometimes to look at selling, but I know there are some opportunities and ways that people can do it and and work around some of that. And I know Mimi and her team, right, have lots have of ideas on lots of ways, ways to, make that to do that. So sense. if you are looking to move, they're a great resource for that. But but that is something that, that you know, is something to at least know about That's that could impact you if you are moving. Rental rates are also up about 6.9% over the last it's year. It's very tight for so many people so that are out there. We have a lot more stats to go through on this. I know that we've got to go to a break here, mm-hmm. but... Um, We're going to come back and talk about food, talk about energy, gas, wages, um, a number of different areas. And then we're going to talk about something that's called sticky inflation and what that means and why you might want to know what that is. All right. We also encourage you to be part of the show. If you would like to get your voice into the room, you can call us at 651-641-1071. You're listening to the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071 with my good friend Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth. Welcome back 
to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Shannon here with my friend Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth, reminding you can set up that complimentary consultation by going to their website, avilawealth.com. That's A V I L A wealth.com. Just click on that My Talk icon. It's very easy for you to find it right there on their homepage. We've been going through some updates for 2024. We started with what was going on in inflation and some new mm-hmm. terms, what they've been going on. And, and because you're saying they areas, can't just, yes, right? Because right. inflation isn't just, it doesn't usually encompass everything, right? right? It's only, it excludes certain things or this kind of inflation talks about this stuff. So we are, we're kind of breaking it down a little bit. And like we talked about that, the median mortgage payments did go up about 15% last year. Rental rates were up 6.9. So food in general was up about 2.9 year over year as of November. Energy prices down about 5.4. So they were declining for about nine months up to that point here. Okay. Gas was also down almost 9% year over year in November. However, wages were up only about 4% on an annual basis. And so if you look at, if if mortgage rates were up over 15% payment wise, right? Okay. Payments. And your income wages on average only went up 4%, right? And food, especially certain areas of food. Now, when we say food was up 2.9 year over year, that's that's a, an average of all of it, right? So it's certain things certainly rose more. Certain things declined. But you may, depending on what you're purchasing and buying, you may feel more of a tightness in your budget depending on where your money's going, depending on if you moved and you locked into a higher interest rate this last year or if your wages didn't increase that 4%, right? So there's so many variables where you still may feel like you're not any further ahead or maybe you're even less ahead this year. Now, certainly that's not for everyone. Some people may feel, gosh, I feel like I have more to work with now or maybe you've been able to free up money or maybe you paid off debt or your mortgage in the last year. So there's certainly people across the spectrum. But if you're not feeling that way, like you have more to work with, there, there may be some real concrete reasons why that's the case. I do think that in my particular circle, there were people who felt like I thought I'd be farther along. Like, so it was, I thought that that goal would be closer. Right. And it, you know, for a variety of reasons, it didn't quite get there. And so I I understand what you're saying, that some of those targets had to be moved out. Right. Okay. And Mm -hmm. now let's, let's talk about what sticky inflation is, because this is a segment of the consumer price index or CPI. And it usually changes slower. It takes longer for uh, inflation to kind of trickle up or down in these areas based on how they adjust the monetary policy and things. So these sectors would include, again, this may or may not impact you right now, but do you have any kids that wear clothing? Mm -hmm. So kids' clothing, auto insurance. Do you have a car? Yes. Right? In Minnesota, you have to have auto Auto insurance insurance, on it. Any kind of medical care products. And I don't know exactly what that all encompasses, but you can guess that, you know, you, you probably know if that applies to you rent and public transportation. So those are all areas that tend to come down a little bit slower. So how how we've had this higher inflation over the last couple of years, those are still coming down, but at a slower pace than a lot of other areas, if that makes sense. Yes. So that's, that's what sticky inflation is. Um, Looking forward now this, and we talked a little bit about this before, but the projections their forecast right now for inflation for 2024 is about 2.4% for overall inflation. Again, different sectors can have different rates like we've talked about. And then 2025, we talked about that too. About 2.2 is what they're projecting. That could change. But that's that's kind of where they're at as far as, <clears throat> excuse me, 
what the Fed was talking about as of their December meeting for the PC index, the personal consumption expenditures index. So, right. And then as far as Social Security, so if you're on Social Security or if you're near Social Security, if you're on Social Security disability or anything that has to do with Social Security right now, those payments are increasing in 2024 3.2%. So for most people, the average, they say, is it'll impact people about $50 a month. Right. So, so this about was a cost of living for the year. So a cost of living increase. Was this yes. a, um, do they annually give cost of living increases? They do. Okay. And they usually, they announce it, like we talked about it back in the fall when they announced it, right? But now it's actually going into effect. So when you start to get your January payments, whenever that is, right, if you're on Social Security, it's based on your birthday. Right. Um, if you're on disability and things. So those payments come at different times of the month, depending on what type of Social Security or what type of benefits you're receiving. But as as you receive your January payments, it will be impacted then in that way. Right. So once we started looking into that, we also have said uh, over the last few months that they were also increasing the limits for like things like your Roth IRA and your IRAs in general. Correct. So the new limits for those, if you're 49 years old or under, would be 7000 Okay. And that's for Roths and IRAs. Now put an asterisk there because we're going to come back to that. Okay. If you're 50 years or older, you get an extra $1,000. So if you're 50 or older, you could put a total of 8000 into each of those. Now the asterisk is based on your income. So you have to look at joint income or single or however you're filing. Yes. And then there are certain limits. So there are certain limits if you're single, if you can directly contribute to a Roth or IRA, and if you're con- contributing to an IRA, if you can deduct it or not. So it has to do with that. When we sit down with people, we look at all that. We look at, and that's one of the reasons sometimes people will say, well, why do you need to know what my income is? Well, <laughs> that plays into a lot of things, right? That, that lets us know, can what can we recommend, and, and how do we need to recommend things? So, Can I tell you that one of the most interesting questions I get in both your show and the show that I do with the Red Hot Real Estate question, uh, show is, people are always going, well, why do you need to know what my income is for both things between buying a house yeah. and with your financial yeah. advising yeah i am astounded that people go why do you need to know what my income is? do you go like, to your doctor I, and question why, why they you want to you to get on health the scale <laughs> right i mean there's there's there are reasons there's reasons for all of it right. part of i mean there's probably 25 different reasons why we have to ask people's income, income right but part of it has to do with our compliance part of it because they look at that whole picture of someone's financial How situation and they need to see that what we're recommending is in line with someone's situation it i mean there's so many my reasons mind that someone would come and seek financial advice and go why do you need to know what my income is and that right. astounds me or yeah. I want to buy a house. Why do you need to know what my income is? Astounds me that sure. they would even say that. Why are you being nosy? That doesn't even seem nosy. <laughs> now, if you go, hey, if I go, hey, man, I need some financial advice. And I go, how uh, much do you weigh? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> or even if you go, what's your blood type? All right. Yeah. That's that's just nosy. Yeah, that's right. okay. It is, what's your sign? Okay. That may be, that's nosy. But. Okay. <laughs> income seems completely reasonable, people. I'm it just does, saying. It I need does to know impact recommendations and, and what may or may not make sense for you. So, And even if your income is over whatever the, the limits are to directly contribute or deduct to an IRA, there are still ways. You know, We look at different strategies using backdoor Roth strategies and things that are still available that they continue to talk about that they may put a stop to at some point, but currently are still available. So... 
if you have, like I said, if your income is higher and you still have funds and you want to be able to contribute to Roths or have things that have different tax buckets, so you're diversifying those. Again, we're not tax advisors, but we look at all those options for people and we can work with your tax person. Um, and we have tax people, too. If you're looking for someone in that area, we can certainly get you connected with someone as well as attorneys, right? You know, there's just great resources in all different areas that impact your finances. So we're help, happy to connect people with those resources. But it's going through that consultation is a great way to just have someone put some eyes on your situation and help give you some guidance and say, what about this area? Have you looked at this? Okay, well, here's someone you can talk to or or talk to the person you're already working with about this, X, Y, Z. And that's when you also have the conversation or or, or is it? I guess I should put... Uh, phrase that more as a question is that also when you would have the conversation on the strategy of do you put it all in at one time or do you start yes. trying to plan throughout the month yes. I mean, throughout the year right that is we talk about that and the different uh pros and cons to that but like i said at the end of the day sometimes people will just say to me i don't like having monthly things come out i would i i just need it to do it once and forget about it great so sometimes pe- it helps for people to know their personalities, right? Yes. No, like I remember one time someone that I was talking to, he said, I set two alarms. And I said, I'm like, <laughs> wait, you know, and yeah. I and I changed my clock so that my clock is, you know, is, it shows that it's later than it is, right? Because they know how they are, right? Yes. That they push the envelope. So that's how they get to be on time. So anyway, know, if you know your personality and you know how you are, that also is helpful. That's fair. To know how to manage your money accordingly to mm-hmm. that. And I, I, I get that. Like, I mean, that's why I, I think I'm the one that started. I'm like, it works when I gamify. Gamify. Things. I know. Yeah, I always I'm the gamify think about person. that when yeah, I I'm think that about person. You, like, yes. for me, I'm all like, I like stickers. I like yes. little buttons and things like Show that. Show me. I got an award because I, I got to this exactly. level. I'm all like, cool. That's like, it's like Pokemon. And it works for me. Yeah. You know, and not everybody would like that. That would, right. they would, it would cheese them out and they would just get, uh, no, for me, I'm like, hey, it's like I got a little like golden ring. Right. Um, but you're, I, I love that you said that, that it, it's knowing your personality yep. and how does that work for you and then finding that strategy yep. and allowing that individualized idea as long as it will encourage you to keep going. And right. it's like any other training or mm-hmm. pers- uh, personalization. So if you know what kind of workout works for you, why make yourself go to a hit gym if you know you're not going to go? Right. If like, But if there's another thing that will work out better for you, then find something that works for yep. you as long as you're going. Right. Do it. You know, yeah. why sign up for marathons if you know you hate running? Exactly. Exactly. So Just chase mm-hmm. kids around the house. All exactly. Day. What if that works for you? Go do it. <laughs> go do it. So all go right. do it. So in our final couple of minutes of this break, we do have another one that we can come up with. What do you like to cover in this one regarding uh, our 2024 yeah. update? So 401k updates, which this encompasses most typical um, employer plans that would be like 401k, 403b, 457, right? So there's a number of them that kind of even the thrift savings plans, if you work for like a nonprofit government, those kinds of things. So those increased also. They increased just slightly, so they're up to 23000 if you're under 50 years old. And if you're 50 or older, you get an extra 7500 So you can put in like 30500 in the max mm-hmm. if you are over 50 and, and contributing to one of those types of plans. Um, and we can talk a little bit more about that. But those, and sometimes they have Roth options. And, yes. sometimes, and more and more are going to be, they're actually going to be required to have Roth options. And you may have to put some of your money into that in the future. 
um, they're putting that in place as well, depending on your age. And we'll we'll talk more about that in future shows. But yeah. just stay tuned for some of those updates as well. All right. I want to remind you that you can also go to AvilaWealth.com to set up that complimentary consultation. Again, that's A-V-I-L-A Wealth.com. You're listening to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Here we go, everyone. Moving into 2024, more calm, more relaxed, with more resources. That's what we're doing. Mm. Providing more information here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth. Go to avilawealth.com. That's A V I L A wealth.com. We have one more segment to give you a little we more do. information about the changes that go into effect in yeah. 2024. Don't worry. We are not encouraging you to go, oh, my gosh, I missed it. And I will not know about these changes. And so I missed my opportunity. You can always get this episode and previous episodes by going to our website. Go to mytalk1071.com. Just use that keyword wealth and you can get this episode and listen to yes. it at your leisure. Don't worry. It's always there. It's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so if you are with a company that also we're talking about all these updates, right? We talked about 401k updates, Roth IRA, IRA updates. Um, you know, inflation, we talked about all that stuff. So yeah, if you did miss the show, there is a lot of information packed into it, but mm-hmm. simple IRAs, and that would be a lot of times if it's a, a smaller business, a lot of times they might have a simple IRA plan. And so those types of plans, the limits also increased um, to 16,000 this year. Okay. And then if you're 50 years or older, you have an extra 3,500 catch up amount that you can contribute as well. So those, so any number of plans out there across the board did see increases, uh, which is good news, especially because, yes. I mean, we work with so many people that as you get closer and closer to retirement, um, a lot of times people have more and more money available to do some of that catch up. And that's why they allow those catch up contributions. But there's even people that we work with that are earlier on in their saving journey that are, just have the, the income available that they're able to really fund it well. Yes. And if you are in that position and you're able to do that, you can put less in over time, which is nice okay. and still get to the same goal potentially as, as catching up. But again, all of us take different journeys. Right. So, it's there's no reason to try and beat yourself up if you didn't save as much as you wanted to or if you feel like you made poor financial decisions or whatever the case is. We just we don't we don't encourage that. We just encourage just take a stand right now and say, I want to be on a better path. And that may be in any number of areas. Financially. And sometimes, honestly, there's so many of us that had the universe give us a curveball. And that happens a lot. Something happened and you go, okay, I had to take something out. Something changed. Mm-hmm. I lost a job. I had a death in the family. I got divorced. You know, things happen. Things, things definitely happen. happen. But that's why. So again, as you go into this new year, uh, something to look at if you don't have it right now would be to have in a savings or emergency type fund, something liquid, something accessible. Could be a savings account, could be an online savings account, but have somewhere between three to six months of what your expenses are. And again, we say expenses because for some people, your your income may be your expenses, right? If you're living paycheck to paycheck, then your income is your expenses. If you ha- end up with, we've got a couple thousand extra a month, which yes. is wonderful, go by your expenses then, right? Because if something happened where you didn't have your income for a time, you wouldn't need your full income. You would just need to cover your expenses, right, right? to keep going with things. So so three to six months of that is recommended. Um, and if you're not there, set a goal for $1,000. Set a goal for, right, for something to reach that's yes. attainable. Then get to that one month's worth. Then get to that two months' worth. Just start working towards it. Go in that direction. 
I mean, Newton's laws of motion definitely apply. Like, as you start moving in the direction, it can be hard to get started. Yes. But it is so much easier to keep going once you've gotten started in a direction of savings or paying down debt or putting money towards retirement or building that emergency fund, whatever it is. The more you start to do it, the easier and easier and easier it becomes. Just like lifting weights or or whatever it is, right? You have to start somewhere. And you start with that one bite. Mm -hmm. How do you eat an elephant? One (laughs) bite at a time. You just have to start somewhere. And I know it sounds so woo-woo, affirmation-y, and you're like, they always say that, but it really is. That's There's a reason they always say it. Yes. <laughs> just start with somewhere. If you're like, I only have $2 a week, just put it away. Yeah. Just put it away. Start. Mm-hmm. Start. I mean, it, people can start as simply as just putting it in an envelope for now or a jar right. or something, right? Just mm-hmm. to get going in a direction. So Absolutely. Let's, we got, I would be remiss if we didn't talk quickly about life insurance because mm-hmm. truly, and we've talked about this many, many times in the last couple of years, but the rates were decreased a few years ago. They are still at that lower level. But okay. since then, with the excess deaths we've seen in the last couple of years, we know they are going to have to adjust for that, With which insurance companies have not yet. They're kind of, we talked about sticky inflation and how mm-hmm. some things take a little bit longer. This is an industry that moves a little bit slower. It's like that elephant, right? Or the Titanic, right? To turn it, it just takes some time because the actuaries have to go through so much numbers and data and things to then recalculate things. So the rates have not increased yet. And anyone who is on the fence or wondering about, should I have more life insurance? Or even if you have a term policy or something that may be expiring in the next five, even 10 years, if you're thinking that you want it to go longer than that and you're healthy, this could be still a really good time to look at that. So for a lot of people, you may even be able to find something less than what you're paying now or even comparable or even just slightly higher Mm -hmm. and make it go out a lot longer. So those are all things to at least explore if you're at all in that boat, because the second you have something happen with your health, you could either be paying very much higher rates, you know, or you could become uninsurable. So there's, so those things can happen. Even if you're going to live a long time, Mm -hmm. it may be hard or impossible to get life insurance after certain points in your life. Right. So do we encourage that? Um, Estate planning, that can be a great New Year's resolution if you don't have any estate plans in place. Um, And that gets somebody to help you start answering those questions. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There's many great estate planning attorneys out there. There's a number of them that work with us. So if you're looking for someone to go to, certainly you can reach out. We're happy to provide you with a few options in that area. At the minimum, we do recommend you do health care directives and power of attorneys. Okay. And a hot tip on that is if you have kids that are 18 now that are away from you, right, or even aren't away, maybe still living nearby or in your house, It's helpful to have those documents on your children because if they were in an accident or if something happened, it it is help. If you're helping to take care of them still, you need you'd want to be able to probably have access to if they were in the hospital, you want to call up the hospital and say, what's going on with my kid? If they're 18, there's no you have no legal rights. Right. So same thing with their bank. You know, if they had. If they had money in the bank and they needed you to take care of something for them, if you don't have power of attorney, you can't do it. You can't. Mm -hmm. Right. So those are just things that can help in a number of ways, whether there's a crisis or even just in your everyday living with if you're still helping a child who's 18 or older. Those are helpful documents to get in place and you can even get them online. Right. So 
Those it are is things not that there's difficult. no reason. There are so many things not. you can get online these days. But yes. when you do your estate planning, those are all pieces that they would put in place with you, whether you did wills or trust or whatever made the most sense for your financial situation. And I just went through and updated a bunch of mine. And I was talking to my younger sister yep. who's like, on a bunch of my things, I'm like, here's where all my stuff's at. Yeah. It's in my little, I have a little mini safe. I call it my vault because it sounds yeah. fancy. I'm like, it's in the vault. That, in the basement, here's all my stuff. If you need my things, yeah. you don't need it, but here's where everything is just so. Right. Because what's the point of having it if she doesn't know where it's at? I'm like, you don't exactly. have to worry about it. It's not. Yeah, let's not the people dire. know. Just know here's where all my stuff's at. There's you know? good. Those are good conversations. And I even tell people, too, to, you know, I recommend Make sure they know how to contact your financial advisor or right. your insurance people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Put their information if you have a vault, right? Mm-hmm. Like throw their business card in there or good something point. or put their information. I'll print all that stuff out. Yes. I did not think of that. That's like a good in point. In a moment of crisis, sometimes people may find, and a lot of ah, times they'd be point. able to find if you had a you know life insurance contract or if you had a policy or if you had statements. And a mm-hmm. lot of times the advisor's information is on there. Yes. So it's not like it would be impossible. Or if they called up the company they'd probably help be able to help direct you to the advisor. But but if they don't have to jump through those extra hoops and they can just call the advisor and Good say, point. this happened and now what do I do? The advisor can help in all those areas of anything that they had there. Right. So that can just make it just that much easier for people. So if you're at a point where any of those areas that we talked about today are something that you'd like to take charge of, get ideas on, recommendations, Go to avilawealth.com, A-V-I-L-A, wealth, and you can look for the show page, look for our health and wealth show with my talk, and uh, you can book your consultation right there. Or you can still call. Right. At 651-600-0855. I like putting you on the spot. Now, I'm not going to be here next week, so I have to take the day off because I'm going to go do some nerd stuff. So my friend, <laughs> my best friend in the whole wide world, you laugh, but I'm being honest. Um, no, I know. But my I best friend in the whole wide world, Tiffany Norton's going to be hanging out with you uh, yeah. uh, next Tiffany's week. Tiffany's great. For me. So she's going to hang out. Um, do you know what you're going to talk about next week yet? Some more New Year stuff. We're going to talk a little Fabulous. bit more about planning into the New Year. Um, kind of the, the foundational things. How do you get things set up? just moving forward to have a good foundation in place for your finances. Absolutely wonderful. So in the meantime, we remind you again to get this episode and previous episodes. Go to our website, mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword wealth and also go to Cassandra's website, avilawealth.com. That's A-V-I-L-A, wealth.com.